Welcome back. This is the Alchemist Nation podcast. My name is Walter Amarello and I will be your host. I get to travel all across the country and communicate with other real estate investors who are successful in what they do. Some are millionaires, some are multimillionaires. Today I'm here with a special guest, Eric Counts, which is uh, so funny. I love your last name because it, yeah. real estate, the credit really counts. Uh, it's all about the numbers that count. And uh, you are a real estate investor who does also provide some great information on credit repair. Eric, how did you how did you get into credit repair in the first place? Man, I was uh, I was poor. I was poor, and uh, I, I had a friend that was a realtor, and he would always he'd pay me. You know, he did real estate, and he'd say, "Hey, man, I'll give you a hundred bucks to to tear the tile out of this kitchen, right?" And if you we've all torn tile out of the kitchen, it's worth way more money than that. But uh, I, you know, go tear up tile or whatever I had to do to just make a little bit of money. And uh, he would say, "Man, I'll, you know, let's go out." I sold that house. Let's go out and celebrate. And I'd be like, I don't have any money. You know, what are you talking about? Go celebrate. I can't go out. And he was like, oh, I'll cover everything. I made like 40 grand on that house. And I'm like, you paid me a hundred bucks, dude. Don't tell me what you made. So, um, you know, I just kind of realized I was like, I got tired of looking at everybody else. And we were in the car one day and a guy called and said, hey, I'm looking for somebody in the area to, to do credit repair sales. And uh, my friend said, well, I'm not interested, but my buddy might be. And um, we, you know, I just started selling this product and then I'll, you know, openly admit, I started working for one of those companies that we all need to look out for. And uh, about three or four months in, I just realized that everybody was getting ripped off. You know, they weren't doing anything. They were just taking all the money up front, which is completely illegal. And um, so I called everybody that I could find and said, Hey, listen, I think you got ripped off. I can't give you your money back because I only made a $50 commission for the sale and I can't even give you the $50 back because I've been eating. Like I got groceries, light bill. You know, I can't, can't give you any money back. But I have learned a lot. And I think I can actually help you legally and effectively do what you were promised. And uh, they said, well, okay, cool. And then I started getting phone calls. Hey, you're helping my friend with their credit. Can you help me? And at this point in my life, a dozen years ago, we started in 2008, I had uh, no business sense. So they would say, can you help me too? And I'd go, yeah, sure, I guess. And then I got a call one day and the guy said, hey, are you the kid helping people with their credit? I said, kid, I was, you know, 20, I guess 28, turned 40 this year. So um, I, he said, yeah, are you the one helping? I said, I am. And he said, how much does that cost? And then we figured out a way, a legal compliant way to, to run a business and uh, actually help a lot of people. And since then we've got clients in all 50 states. We've, uh, we've got about, we've had about 30,000 clients and um, doing really well. So Eric counts, it does count. It counts, yeah. <laughs> 30,000, not bad, man. Uh, so yeah. Eric, you, you're also in real estate. How'd you get into real estate? So I got asked to speak on credit for a real estate group. And I always try to be really transparent with myself. Uh, as far as being a real estate investor, uh, my wife and I have, uh, I think, seven properties now. Uh, so we're not you know, brand new, but I'm not the guy that's really going to be like, Hey, here's how you invest. I'm still being a little bit of a student myself. You know, there's some of your listeners that I'm sure I could learn from. Uh, but we, I got asked to speak for a real estate group about credit and I was there and um, man, it was just a different type of group. You know, it was just a different group. And I really enjoyed speaking with them and, and being part of the community. And then I got asked to be an instructor for their community. And that was a, uh, 
like I said, about, about seven years ago. And then being around, you know, that, that whole, you're, you're an average of the people you're around and just constantly being around investors uh, really helped me shift my mindset because I was raised in a trailer in Arkansas. And, you know, like I, when my wife and I, the first time we made money, dude, we spent all of it. All of the dollars were just spent, you know. And now, you know, I, I really do look at it a lot different in that I, um, uh, I understand that there's a, there's a tomorrow, you know, and I talk a lot. My, my phrase is, if you're worried about today's money, you're probably worried about yesterday's bills. So yeah. I, I to focus on tomorrow's money because today's bills are paid. I'm going to focus on tomorrow. Yeah, I, I love that. So it, it's very, very much, I was in a podcast with somebody this week and I told him, you know, like this year, this is what we're looking to do. And he's like, uh, I, I was talking about next year. I was saying, yeah, this is what we're doing, uh, you know, in February. And he was like, why are we talking about February? He's like, it's still 2020. I was like, dude, not, not in real estate, bro. Like <laughs> we're two, three months advanced at all times. We're looking into the future. You cannot look at this week in real estate. It just doesn't work. You're, you're looking, all right, what am I building? You know, where are we going? Especially when you factor in the, the, the market right now. I mean, you've got tons of people that are on foreclosure, you know, uh, assistance. You've got tons of people that have their payments deferred and we all know they're not, not everybody's going to be able to catch up and not a lot, a lot of those people aren't going to be able to catch up. No. And, uh, you know, I think we're looking at another, another really big buying opportunity. That is, uh, Ken McElroy has been talking about it a lot, right? If you go and watch uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, or, uh, you know, his book, phenomenal book, he put a couple out, uh, ABCs to Real Estate Investing, or uh, the Advanced Rules to Real Estate Investing. Uh, and what Ken has been talking about in his podcast lately, his YouTube videos is, uh, we're looking at a June 2021, you know, June, July, August 2021, mm -hmm. because forbearance ends in March. Uh, we've got oh, our uh, moratorium is ending. Yep. And uh, the only thing we're going to see is foreclosure takes a good year, two years mm -hmm. before it goes through. So that probably won't happen right away. But we'll see on the commercial side, those guys have to move a little bit faster. And, yeah. uh, you know, they got the non-recourse loans out there that are on the bigger stuff. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, but I do see, like you said, opportunity coming. Uh, the only thing is it's different from 08. Like in 08, we had years to capitalize. In uh, this situation, there's enough buyers in the market. It's just a shifting of hands. So it will not be a big crash. We won't see a big deep crash. It'll be a flash crash where it hmm. goes quick. And the people who are lined up now, who are preparing now, are going to be uh, in a good position for it in, in the summer. There's some people right now who are just like, there's nothing they could do to prepare, right? Like, it's just like, well, I, I guess I'm missing this one. Uh, but then there's people who credit is the last piece. And if they just clean up their credit, they're going to be in a great position for uh, handling this upcoming flash crash. Yeah. Uh, so go ahead. The difference in... Uh, with us, right? Uh, I'm, I'm going to take, I, you know, you kind of led me into this shameless little plug here. There's no reason not to. Um, credit Nerds is completely free. Our credit repair services are legitimately and completely free. The only requirement whatsoever is we do use a specific monitoring program. Now, all credit repair companies are going to make you have a monitoring account. That's just a, a given. The, the monitoring account that we require is about 10 bucks more than most companies use. So ours is 39 instead of 29, but there's no other fees. Like we do require you to have that specific one. So let me be transparent because they pay us 
they give me a $17 affiliate fee. So there you go. But, um, but the idea behind it is we got that cost so incredibly low um, because we capitalize in other ways. We, we look for investors. We look to, to help fund deals. You know, we do all of that stuff. So our goal is, listen, I'll clean your credit up for nothing because I want to work with you in other ways. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. We're, we built the same concept with the training company. We, our mentorship program is $1,000 for eight weeks, but it's in super intensive. Like it's, it's literally every single week we're, we're there. And uh, yeah, I love that. I love that you operate very similar to how we operate. Like all of yeah. our events are free, right? Every yeah. single week we run seven free events day in and day out, like every single week. And the website is free. We charge for nothing on the website unless somebody's interested in the mentorship, which is just habits. It's like once the habits are built, boom, on carry on, do your thing. Uh, and we're really just looking for partners. It's the same thing. You know, we're just looking for people who we can, uh, you know, maybe we'll transact on the agency side, but the model is symbiotic. It's like, hey, look, this is what you really need. Cool. We'll do this. And then we're out. Go and do your thing. Like be successful. And uh, everything else is free. Like information you shouldn't have to charge for information or right. you know, like it's you can get it anywhere we've just accumulated it you know we started this model in august of of 19 nice august of 19 we were charging uh i i charged 50 dollars per deletion so every time we were able to successfully remove something we charged 50 bucks right that was the fairest way we could think of in the beginning like i was like hey listen if we don't remove anything you pay nothing so where's the risk right and then, you know, by when we took our model free in, in August, we seven times to the clients that we were uh, that we were working with and, and significantly increased our overall revenue by stopping charging those fees um, and working on, you know, funding deals, working on funding for business startups, working on whatever it may be uh, in the just shifting that those people into something that we actually help them get what they really wanted. Credit repair is is a cast. I call it, it's a cast. Nobody wants like, hey, you want to go get a cast? No, nobody wants that. You get a cast because you broke your arm. You're like, oh, my arm's broken. I need a cast. And when I realized, uh, you know, a year or so ago that nobody wanted the product that I was selling, I, we shifted our mindset a lot into, well, what do they really want? Well, they're really wanting a house. They really want a car, a credit card. They want funding. They want a, to do a property. So our goal was let's just help them do that. Yeah, the same same concept. Add value. What are they really looking for? For us, they're not looking to pay for a mentorship. Although some do come, they've been told they need a mentor, so they come for a mentor. But they're coming for buying a house. You know, yeah. and we have this symbiotic relationship where they want to buy a house. They need credit repair. They need a realtor. They need a, a little bit of coaching, and they can close. They can get across the finish line. Uh, you sell the goal, not not the cast. Uh, I really like that, Eric. Um, so jumping back into it, what are some free tips since Absolutely. Uh, that is, that is what you're, you're good at, you know, you're, you're constantly adding value. Uh, what are some free tips that you would give somebody right now if they were just looking to get uh, their credit cleaned up? Uh, the first thing I want to do is help a little bit of a, of a misconception. Uh, number one, nobody has a credit score. Stop, stop thinking that you don't have a credit score. Credit reports have credit scores and they only exist when the credit report is pulled. So if you didn't get your credit report pulled right now, you don't have a score. So a good way to think about it is like a math test. If you took a math test in high school, right? And got a 93 on it. Do you have a 93 in math right now? 
No, you got one the last time you took your test. So the only time that your credit score exists and people will go, no, because credit karma says I've got, they're just showing you the most recent time that they pulled it. Right. So that's the only time that they exist. And also, guys, there are hundreds of score models out there. So just here, you know, there's there's 58 versions, I believe, of the FICO uh, FICO score, FICO 8, FICO 9, FICO 10. Uh, you've got Vantage 1.0, 2.0, 3.0, 4.0, the Experian Plus score, the True Credit score, the TransRisk score, the Equidata score, the Credit Optic score, the National Equivalency score. You've got your all of these different scores, uh, Beacon, Empirica. So when you go to one bank and get your score pulled, you can literally go across the street and get a different score. So we've got to stop with the thinking my score went up or down. It's just different scores. So grasp that concept really first. Um, but here's the way that basically you can raise some of all of your scores across the board so that the next time you get your score pulled, it'll be better. Um, and it, it, I will break these down just a tiny bit, but number one, pay your bills on time. What that means is within 30 days of the due date for personal bills and before the due date for any business bills. So if you're trying to build business credit, you do not have that same 30 day leeway that personal credit has. Got to pay it on time. And in fact, the business credit scores will benefit you by paying early. So if you pay a week or two before, your business credit scores actually improve. Personal credit doesn't matter. It's either late or not. There's no early. So a lot of people are like, oh, I pay my bills early. So my credit is even better. Nope, not a thing. It's either late or it's not. And in order to be late, it has to be 30 days or more. So that's pay your bills on time. Number two, keep your balances low, right? On your, on your credit cards. Something that's really great for you guys is the newer versions of the FICO model starting at eight, nine, 10. Um, don't factor in uh, real estate backed lines of credit. So a home equity line is not factored into your utilization ratio. So if you have the ability to use home equity lines over credit cards or over personal lines of credit, that will allow you to utilize some revolving funds without maxing out your utilization ratios and tanking your credit scores. Very, very important there. Another big tip that I have for people is a lot of us, especially business owners, use their card up, they get invoiced and then they pay it off, right? You use a lot of the balance, you get your bill and you pay it in full. So you're thinking, I pay my card in full every month. I don't even carry a balance. But guys, it's the statement balance that gets reported to the bureaus. So if you use it up, get your statement and then pay it and then use it up, get your statement and pay it. The bureau is seeing a maxed out or heavily used card every month. So without paying a single dime more, if you'll just move when you pay to a few days before your statement date, you can use it all month, you pay it, you get your statement here, then use it all month again, pay it, get your statement down here. And you just took a really good massive bump into your credit scores just by paying on a different day, right? No kidding. Not how much you paid, just literally paying a different day and you, you get a major, major boost there. So just paying before the statement comes out is what you're saying. Yeah. So if you, if you look at your last credit card bill and it says statement date, June 15th, then you want to always try to pay that bill by like the 12th. So you want to pay it down by the 12th so that your balance is low when your next statement gets issued. That's how you keep, yeah, because you can kind of manipulate the system a little bit. You can still use your card all month and pay it, pay it down. 
one question I ask a lot is, let's say you've got a $10,000 card. How much can you put on that card in a month? And everybody goes, $10,000. No, I could put 400,000 on there. I just have to, because I just, I can only use it 10,000 at a time, but I can put 10,000, jump online, make a payment and go put 10,000 more, jump online. So there's never a legitimate reason for any business owner or real estate investor to use a debit card. Stop it. Never a legitimate reason to use a debit card. The only one is to pull cash out of an ATM. If you need to maybe pull a few hundred bucks out of the ATM to go with the boys, stop at the gas station before you go because you want the ATM to say the gas station. All right. <laughs> I love that. This is, this is a multiple piece of advice. <laughs> right. Tips and tricks around the board. All right. So um, the reason is, is almost all of your cards are going to give you some sort of perk, miles, cash back, points. Man, I use, I literally will never spend money on a debit card. I always will use a credit card. And then I just pay them off every week, right? Yeah, and it, I, I had to have anyway. I love how protected you are on a credit card, right? Like, oh yeah, I mean, my bank is cool. Like if ever anything happened, I'm sure they just drop the money back in my account. But with a credit card, they're like, oh yeah, sorry about that. We'll just remove it. By no law, big deal. Legally, you are legally liable for no more than $50 of any fraudulent activity on a credit card. And none of them will charge you that. They'll always say, oh, we've got a $0 fraud liability. So legally, the most they can charge you of any fraudulent activity is 50 bucks. And most of them won't even charge you that. And whereas your bank, once the money's gone, the money's gone. And they have yeah. a hard, you have a hard time getting the money back from your bank. Uh, with the credit card, I've never had an issue. Especially on business accounts. So a personal account with banks, they'll be, it's a little easier. A business account on a personal account, what normally happens is they'll pull it and then do the investigation. On a business account, they do the investigation first and then you might get your money back or you might not. So I'm really, really big on credit cards. Same. I, I hate using debit cards. Uh, I just, it exposes you to so much, so much risk. Yep. There's no sense in doing it. And there's no benefits. Like you said, there's no, uh, no added uh, no income perks. or, uh, programs, no airline miles. No. <laughs> if I've got a card that has really, really great perks and it's at 26% interest, what do I care? I'm not paying any interest. Exactly. I use it all week, pay it at the end of the week. Most cards are going to give you about 25 days or so of, of grace that interest doesn't start accruing. So I don't care. It could be a hundred percent interest. I don't care. I'm not paying any interest because I'm going to pay that off a week. You know, every, every Friday, I'm going to pay that off. And uh, so I live a lot of our life. Well, you know, we love Universal, right? So we go to Universal. I mean, we stay at the nicest spots with points. We fly, you know, upgrade to first class with points, all of that stuff, because running a business gets expensive. And if I'm spending, you know, 80 to 100 grand a month and I'm doing that on credit cards, that's a lot of points. It, it of absolutely money. is. It, it, get, it racks up fast and we do the same thing. We put everything on credit cards and we've just gotten good at paying them every week. Until yep. the, the credit limits got up to where we wanted them, we were just, mm -hmm. hey, okay, pay this thing every week, you know, run it, run it, run it. So it's, we just wanted everything on the same statement. You know, every month when we go and pull it, we want everything on the same statement. So it's easiest for our accountant. And in the beginning of the business, the credit lines just weren't there. So it was, you know, we just got to pay this weekly <laughs> and keep you it running. Lines. Anytime you want to increase your line, it, people go, well, you know what, I'm going to be really careful with this card and not use it too much and stuff because I really want to do a good job and increase. No. They don't want people that do a good job. They want people who spend all of it, but then pay it off. So if you want a bigger line, use it all and pay it off and use it all 
and pay it off and use it all and pay it off and then come back and go, hey, listen, uh, can you bump me up a little bit? I mean, you, you see that I'm paying this off every month, but they see that you have the capacity to pay. What credit card companies want is not responsible people. They want spenders who have the capacity to pay it back because otherwise they're not making any money. Absolutely. They make their money on the service charges, but they're charging the uh, business owner at the ATM or uh, at the, the venue. So uh, Eric, phenomenal tips so far. What is, uh, what is your surefire strategy for uh, increasing credit on a, a business line? So what is your, your main go-to? Is it, is that these tips or what's a, an additional one? So when you talk about business lines, there's really a few different types right? Um, what most people have access to, and I'm not going to hurt it. I don't mean to hurt anybody's feelings. It is not really business credit, right? It's not really a corporate credit situation. What a lot of people have is they have a personal credit card that has their business's name on it, right? So if I go to like, and guys, I'm talking about basically any major credit card. So there's a lot of mis conceptions about business credit, especially. And I do a training where I'm like, can you get business credit with no personal guarantee? Yes. And I get everybody in the crowd. Yes. Can you get business credit with, with as a startup? Yes. Can you get business credit with no revenue? Yes. No collateral? Yes. But then the next slide is, but not all at the same time. You can't right. have bad credit and no collateral and no revenue. And you can't have all of them, but you can have any one of them. Right. So when you utilize personal credit to build your business credit, uh, totally fine. The only difference is you need to make sure that you're using non-reporting business lines, non-reporting blocks, right? So when you're using these non-reporting lines, that's not Capital One Spark. Capital right. One Spark reports right onto your personal credit. The reason behind the getting the non-reporting lines is as a business owner, we've all gone through that point where we wanted to buy, I'm going to tell a little bit of an embarrassing story. I live in my house right here. It's a nice house. Um, got a nice spot here. But I went to the, my personal bank. Where are you at, Eric? What, what state are you in? So I live in Arkansas. Okay. And um, we, we started our business out of this tiny little town. No joke. The population is 726 people. Wow. So uh, we live in a little bit bigger spot now. But, um, you know, we live, we live in an area that's not really very populated. But everything we do is online, over the phone. So nobody ever has to come into the office anyway. But I had utilized against, this is a do as I say, <laughs> not as I do moment. I had utilized some of my, um, my personal credit to do a business project. I built a piece of software. Turned out great. It was a great investment. I'm glad I did it. But at the time we went to go buy my house and I got declined. I had a 760 credit score uh, on their model that they pulled 760 credit score. Um, Plenty, let's just say plenty of income. And we were putting 125,000 cash down on a $450,000 house and it got declined. And they were like, well, you know, these, the utilization on these carts. And I was like, that's just a thing I did for business. That's not, that's not me. The business is going to pay that. And they said, well, we got to go by what's on this report. And my bank that I put hundreds of thousands of dollars through every month declined me on a mortgage and I had to go to a different bank that, that better understands business. And uh, so, you know, that's why if I would have used the proper lines, guys, 
I've just got two or three really big lines that report and I needed the money. So I did it again. I'm glad I did it. Software worked out great. We actually sold the software, but um, at the same time, that's what happens is we, as business owners, we, we leverage what we can. And then we come in and they go, well, your, you know, your utilization ratios or your debt to income ratios too high. So we can't approve you. And you're like, but that's not even me. That's my business on the personal report. It's you according to the bank. Yep. I, I've made all these mistakes. It's uh, <laughs> it's great to hear that other people are out there doing it, Eric. Oh, yeah. And uh, and you're training, you're teaching people so that, you know, hopefully next generation doesn't make the same mistakes we did. And they have the advantage of uh, hearing what you've done, your your successes. Eric, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, what is the easiest way they could? Uh, really, 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 the way that we handle most of our business is creditnerds.com, right? Creditnerds.com. Uh, there's a phone number on there. We don't mind. We love, you know, if you want to call the office, if you have some questions, but um, you can get started there. You can find out more. We've got a great education section. We've got tons of financial calculators, mortgage calculators and, and savings calculators and how much car can I afford all that stuff on there. So yeah, go check out the site. That's really where we'd like to push people to. Awesome. Eric, I appreciate it. If you go back to 20 year old self, what a three piece of advice you'd be able to give yourself. Uh, number one, I already said, worry about tomorrow's money, right? Don't make decisions out outside of character that you wouldn't normally make because you're trying to make a few extra bucks today. I think that's what leads the dark road right away is people make some, some decisions because I need to eat. And we can't really judge people in that scenario, but if I need to eat, I'll make some decisions that are outside of character. So choose character. That's my number one uh, piece of advice. Number two, it's more important than you realize. And in that, I'm talking about lots of things. Uh, credit is more important than you realize. Saving or insurance or you know uh, business, all of those things. It's whatever you are thinking about that you're like, oh, I'll get to that. Taxes, guys, wait till you go through a four or five year audit. It's yeah, taxes are more important than you realize right away. So that would be uh, number two. And I guess number three is probably gonna be have some fun. Remember that you're working for a reason and, and take some time and, and make it about you every now and then. I like that. That's some solid advice. Uh, Eric Counts, appreciate you being on the call today. Thank you for giving us so much uh, valuable tips. People can go to creditnerds.com and uh, learn more about you, get access to all the tools. If you're interested in more access to more interviews, we have been going across the nation interviewing some of the best people in real estate. WalterMrello.com has all the podcasts, Alchemist Nation's on there, 100 Millionaires on there. The mission is to build 100 millionaires who will go out and inspire another 100 millionaires to continue to grow and improve their lives. So if you know somebody who's looking to become a millionaire, wants to build wealth, send them our way. We're looking to add value, help more people. When you have a choice, always work with the best. Eric, cheers to your success, my friend. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day, brother. Bye-bye.